A cocky grin pulling up the left side of his face. As if I need surprise to do it. Shut the damn door, Thren said, ignoring the bravado. Where's our mage? Connington's men cut me with a toxin, and its effect is, uh, troublesome. Troublesome hardly described it, but Thren wouldn't let his son know that. His flight from the mansion was a blur in his memory. The toxin had numbed his arm and made his entire side sting with pain. His neck muscles had fired off at random, and one of his knees kept locking up during his run. Like a cripple, he'd fled through the alleyways of Valderin, but the moon was waning and the streets empty, so none had seen his pathetic stumbling. Not here, Randith said as he leaned toward his father's exposed shoulder and examined the cut. Then go find him, Thren said. How did events go at the Gemcroft mansion? Maynard Gemcroft's men fired arrows from their windows as we approached, Randith said. He turned his back to his father and opened a few cupboards until he found a small black bottle. He popped the cork, but when he moved to pour the liquid on his father's cut, Thren yanked the bottle out of his hand. Dripping the brown liquid across the cut, he let out a hiss through clenched teeth. It burned like fire, but already he felt the tingle of the toxin beginning to fade. When finished, he accepted some strips of cloth from his son and tied them tight around the wound. Where is Aaron? Thren asked when the pain subsided. If you won't fetch the mage, at least he will. Lurking as always, Randith said, reading too. I tell him mercenaries may soon storm in with orders to eradicate all thief guilds, and he looks at me like I'm a lowly fishmonger mumbling about the weather. Thren held in a grimace. You're too impatient with him, he said. Aaron understands more than you think. He's soft and a coward. This life will never suit him. Thren reached out with his good hand, grabbed Randith by the front of his shirt, and yanked him close so they might stare face to face. Listen well, he said. Aaron is my son, as are you. Whatever contempt you have, you swallow it down. Even the wealthiest king is still dirt in my eyes compared to my own flesh and blood, and I expect the same respect from you. He shoved Randith away, then called out farther into the hideout. Aaron, your family needs you. Now come in here. A short child of eight stepped into the room, clutching a worn book to his chest. His features were soft and curved, and he would no doubt grow up to be a comely man. He had his father's hair, though, a soft blonde that curled around his ears and hung low to his deep blue eyes. He fell to one knee and bowed his head without saying a word, all while still holding the book. Do you know where Cregan is? Thren asked, referring to the mage in their employ. Aaron nodded. Good. Where? Aaron said nothing. Thren tired and wounded, had no time for his younger son's nonsense. While other children grew up babbling non-stop, a good day for Aaron involved nine words, and rarely would they be used in one sentence. Tell me where he is, or you'll taste blood on your tongue, Randith said, sensing his father's exasperation. He went away, Aaron said, his voice barely above a whisper. He's a fool. A fool or not, he's my fool and damn good at keeping us alive, Thren said. Go bring him here. If he argues, slash your finger across your neck.
He'll understand. Aaron bowed and did as he was told. I wonder if he's practicing for a vow of silence, Randith said as he watched his brother leave without any hurry. Did he lock the outer door? Fren asked. Shut and latched, Randith said after checking. Then he's smarter than you. Randith smirked. If you say so. But right now, I think we have bigger concerns. The Gemcrofts firing at my men, Leon setting up a trap. This means war, doesn't it? Thren swallowed hard, then nodded. The trifective turned their backs on peace. They want blood. Our blood. And unless we act fast, they are going to get it. Perhaps if we offer even more in bribes? Randith suggested. Thren shook his head. They've tired of the game. We rob them until they are red with rage, then pay bribes with their own wealth.